0: And our Living the Dream team will show you the way to enjoying the land and all the outdoor pursuits it has to offer. Here's your host, Bill Cooper.
1: That's a wonderful sound in the spring turkey woods. It's certainly a sound that all turkey hunters love to hear. That's the. Gobble of the Wild Turkey Tom. In the Missouri, spring turkey season is beginning just a couple days. And today we're going to give you some tips that will help you make a turkey shock gobble. But before we get into that, I'd like to give a shout out to Daryl Hyman and his Living the Dream Outdoor Properties crew over at Cuba, Missouri. These guys are the sponsors of the Living the Dream Outdoor podcast and TV show as well. And you can look these guys up at livingthedreamland.com. Remember, with them, it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. Well, back to turkey hunting. The Missouri spring turkey season is going to start just in a couple of days, and thousands of turkey hunters across Missouri are going to be looking at a little larger turkey population this year. The Missouri Department of Conservation just recently announced that uh, uh, hunters can expect Expect to see a few more turkeys in the woods this year. That's something we always like to hear. But there's always a great deal of talk around turkey seasoning about how you can get a turkey to gobble. I know Mike Conaway is quite a turkey hunter here in our area. And uh, Mike uh, was on a program just a week or two ago talking about his turkey call collection. He's been at it for decades and has quite a unique. Uh, uh, collection of calls and other paraphernalia related to turkey hunting but uh, Mike Conway likes to use an owl call to get turkeys to shot cobble early in the morning and of course uh, hunters know to go out well before daylight and uh, get up on a high ridge or a high point where you can uh, when you use a a call to make a turkey shot gobble, they can hear it from a great, great distance. And the idea get a getting a turkey shot gobble is, of course, to locate him. He gives away his position. But Mike likes to use a call uh, of the barred owl, and it's an eight-note call, and basically it sounds like who cooks for you, who cooks for you all. And, of course, guys like the call, and that's a great still the fun of turkey hunting, but don't overdo it. You can use this alcohol, and a lot of times you get an immediate response, and a turkey will gobble real hard. And if you're real lucky, more than one turkey will gobble. I've actually had situations. I was hunting with Walter Parrott and Chuck Jones many years ago, and one of them owl hooted with their mouth rather than using a call. And we had turkeys gobble, about six of them, all the way around us. Uh, We didn't know which direction to go first. So in a case like that, you wait a moment or two, and it's good if you're two or three in a group, you kind of scatter out. Uh, You know, get 10, 15, 20 feet apart and then have one of the guys out hoot and see if you get a response. And you can kind of coordinate your efforts to figure out first what direction the turkey is from you and secondly, how far away he is. But don't overdo the calling because uh, birds can get suspicious very quickly. And, of course, it's really fun if you get another owl to uh, uh, pitch in and you can have a conversation with that owl, and that helps because it's not right at your exact location. That owl may be 50 or 100 yards away. But the two of you working together can certainly usually get turkeys to shock gobble now i've owl hooters were the first uh, calls that i used as uh, uh locator calls to get birds to gobble but they're certainly not the only thing that you should have in your arsenal and some people say that owl hooters have been overused and that uh, turkeys recognize them well that might be true in some cases but i can't say that here in the missouri ozarks that i've ever found that to be the case of course i've been fortunate to be able to hunt on not only uh tens of thousands of acres of public land here in missouri but i've also had some good farms over the years to hunt on so i've had quite a variety of places to turkey hunt and i've had great luck with owl hooters and you can buy a cheap plastic one that uh, i don't think all that great for uh, uh, owl sounds but it has a high-pitched sound to it and turkeys do readily gobble at it and it's probably the best one for uh, beginners but the palmer hoot tube been around for a long time and it takes a little more effort to blow this call but once you get onto it and it takes a good deal of practice boy you can do all kinds of uh, monkey laughs and barrel rows <laughs> with these homer palmer, palmer hoot tubes and they do a great job in getting turkeys to give away their positions early in the morning well my favorite locator call is a coyote howler And that may seem a bit strange because coyotes are one of the worst enemies of wild turkeys. And I've seen coyotes on the hunt many times during turkey season. And it's interesting that turkeys will gobble at uh, at the coyote howler. But again, you have to realize that uh, turkey is uh, just a terrible... uh, hater of uh, coyotes so to speak and you would be too if something like this was always hunting you but the coyote howlers boy there's lots them out on the market today i've got one uh, made by hs Strutt that i've had for gosh probably uh, 20 years and it's a reed type call and uh, i get out early in the morning and howl like a coyote and just Gosh, 90% of the time I get a response just almost immediately. So they are a great locator call and, and quite fun to use. And again, you need to spend some time practicing on these things. And I've got out early in the morning at times after practicing for a week or two before the season and sometimes just still make a terrible call but turkeys will still gobble at it because it's again just that shock response but so don't think that uh with a coyote howler in particular that you have to be perfect sounding uh like a coyote Uh, it's great if you do and that's what we like to hear and particularly you know a lot of people film their hunts anymore and you want to sound good on that video and look good on that tape you know so Practice, practice, practice. That's what's going to make you closer to perfect. I don't think uh, most of us are ever going to uh, become perfect on a coyote howler, and I'm not sure that we really care about being uh, perfect out there in the turkey woods. We're out there to have a good time and make a turkey gobble and give away his location so that we be- can begin to move in and set up on him. Well, that's not the only uh, two uh, calls that you can use for locator calls the owl and a coyote are probably two of the most popular but another one call that's used a great deal by turkey hunters is a crow call now that sounds a, a little uh, uh, suspicious maybe to some people but crows aggravate the daylights out of coyotes lots of times like they do any other animal they see moving through the woods and sometimes uh, a whole they call it a group of crows they call a murder you can see a murder of crows sometimes in the woods uh, just making all kinds of racket and noise and they're very loud and sometimes they give away the the position of uh, predators like bobcats and coyotes and, and raccoons and so listen to what the crows are saying throughout the throughout the morning and they may just help you out a little bit. But if you don't hear the crows, you can start up your own crow serenade. Again, there's lots of variety of, uh, and brands of crow calls out there. You'll just have to check with your buddies and your friends and find out what they use and then hone in on something that uh, you like really well yourself. Uh, I still use an old night and hail call that I've had for 15 or 20 years. And it still works like a charm. But crow calls are better used up in the morning uh, after you've, you've hunted for a couple hours. I, I usually don't break mine out, out to around 9 or 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, turkeys tend to gobble early, and a lot of times uh, they breed the hens, and then the hens start to go off by themselves, and then yeah, turkeys kind of get lonesome uh, if they're not following the hens, they're wandering around by themselves, maybe feeding a little bit and waiting for another hot hen to come along. But you can—you may not have heard any kind of turkey noises for an hour or two, and you're getting a little uh, maybe tired or bored with the situation. You want to stir something up? with a crow call is a great way to do that, and uh, you can hit that just loud, hard three-note call and quite often again Turkish will shock gobble on that and it gives away their position once again and you can again begin to move in and set up on these birds but uh, just a bit of caution do not stalk turkeys a lot of people get themselves in trouble by trying to do this because you don't know that another turkey hunter is not doing the same thing from the other side and you're both setting yourself up for a dangerous situation where someone could get hit by a shot once the trigger is pulled so use that turkey call up in the morning uh get loud with it and i like to sometimes if that first call i make doesn't get a response i begin to play with the call a little bit and uh, you can do some just real whines and growls on that, on that uh, crow call. And it sounds like, if you know how to sound like a young, uh, young crow in trouble, quite often other crows will begin to fly in, make a lot of noise. And it may take several of them like that to be able to get a, a turkey to gobble. But regardless of how you go about it, uh, once you get one to gobble, that's the job well done and then you've got a chance to go after that uh, gobbler and maybe put a tag on his leg. But it's all exciting out there in the spring turkey woods, man. If you'll try these locator calls, it uh, will certainly up your game as far as locating birds. And then, of course, you've got to use your uh, woodsman craft skills, move through the woods properly, get set up, get still, and, and uh, work that bird into the gun. But there are some other calls out there, locator calls, that – may seem a little bit weird and uh, we see them come and go uh you know manufacturers got to have something new to sell every year and some of the funniest ones i've heard about over the decades probably 15 years ago there was a peacock call that came out on the market yeah a lot of people bought the peacock calls and uh i never did break down by a peacock call but any loud sound like that will often make a turkey gobble there was a raging rooster call at one time never did buy one of those either, but. A call that I often took with me and used when I was hunting along riverways and streams was a goose call. Particularly here in the Missouri Ozarks, the geese will nest in area ponds or along uh, streams, and you'll hear them early in the morning. They fly out, and I got to hearing a uh, turkey's shot gobble. At geese, when they were first waking up in the morning, so I started packing a, a goose call. We've been used it many times, uh, usually well after daylight, uh, to get a turkey to gobble. And a couple times I've actually used a duck call as as well. But some other odd things um, I remember Knight and Hale many years ago where the boys were hunting between, land between the lakes in Kentucky, and there was a lot of boat traffic, and you'd hear air horn once in a while. Turkeys would gobble at it. So uh, I think it was David Hale the next day went to the Western Auto store and bought a small can of compressed air, and he got out that morning, next morning to hunt, couldn't get anything to gobble, so he broke out his can of compressed air and hit that can, made a big blast, noisy sound, and sure enough, couple turkeys gobbled. So you never know what you might be able to use. And, of course, some old, old tricks, uh, old-timers, quite often, particularly out on the farms, turkeys are used to hearing farm machinery and automobiles, trucks, door slamming, that sort of thing. But quite quite often over the years, I have... uh, pull in on farms, you know, through the back gates and that sort of thing, get parked, let things get quiet, and slam my truck door real hard, and I'd get turkeys to gobble. So don't limit yourself to one locator call when you go out. There's another uh, always something maybe better on any particular day. What works today may not work tomorrow. So be willing to mix it up, try some different things, and use those locator calls. I hope you have a great turkey season out there. Just remember, be safe. Identify your target before you pull that trigger. And, hey, be sure and congratulate your buddy when he kills his big turkey gobbler. I'm Bill Cooper, and this has been the Living the Dream Outdoors podcast. The Living the Dream Outdoors podcast is brought to you by Cowtown
0: USA, Alps Outdoors, Cardiac Mountain Outfitters, The Fly Rod Journals, Westover Farms, scenic rivers taxidermy and living the
1: dream outdoor properties
0: land ownership is the american dream land is the basis of all life our wise use of this most precious of resources ensures the survival and growth of free institutions and our american way of life At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we value the traditions and freedoms that land provides us. Every day we seek the solace of a mountain sunrise over traffic jams and smog, the calming silence of a bubbling stream over the sirens of the city, and the quiet of the countryside over the hustle and bustle of the world. We hunt, we fish, we farm. We live off the land. It's our mission to help our clients live out their dreams on the land as we do. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we believe that it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. Join us five days a week on Living the Dream Outdoor Podcast as the Living the Dream Outdoor Dream Team explores the most desired outdoor properties in the Midwest and whisks you away to incredible hunting, fishing, and outdoor recreation opportunities. Host Bill Cooper an inductee of the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame, will be joined by members of the Living the Dream Outdoors team each week as they tell tall tales, unveil tips and tactics, and rub elbows with some of the biggest names in the outdoor world. You'll also find the Living the Dream Outdoors podcast on your favorite social media platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.